It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at City Field in Queens, the Marlins and the Mets wrapped up their season series with the last of what was a brief two-game set between these two ball clubs that went toe-to-toe for 19 games this season. Jesus Lazardo went opposite of Taiwan Walker. With a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, as they have all season long, the Mets find a way to win a ball game tonight. They overcome a 4-0 deficit. It's their 30th come-from-behind win of the season. And the Mets in 10 innings outlast the Marlins tonight, 5-4 to earn a split of this two-game series at City Field. Mets finish the season series by winning 13 out of 19 from the Marlins. Early on, things were looking really good for Miami tonight. The starter, Jesus Luzardo, was cruising along through six scoreless innings, and the Marlins did some damage early on against Taiwan Walker. In the fourth inning, a leadoff double by Charles LeBlanc with two outs. He was still at second base for Brian De La Cruz. The 2-2. Ball well hit, right center field. Nimmo's racing back. He's onto the track, at the wall. Goodbye, Brian De La Cruz, as hot as they come. A two-run homer, and it's 2-0 Miami. De La Cruz quit it. I mean, what is up with you, dude? This guy is amazing right now. De La Cruz tonight went three for four, a single, a double, that two-run home run. He's hit safely in nine straight, going 18 for his last 35. He's got four straight multi-hit games. He's hitting well over 400 now since coming back from AAA in 18 games here in September. So it was 2-0 Miami in the fourth. It was 2-0 all the way into inning number six. Taiwan Walker started the sixth inning. He allowed a walk to leadoff man Nick Fortes when De La Cruz followed with a double, putting men at second and third with nobody out. Walker was done. Seth Lugo came on. First man he faced was J.J. Blade. Second and third, no outs. 0-2 pitch in the air. Left field, going to get the job done. Canna in pursuit toward the line. Makes the catch. Tagging Fortes. He's coming home. A sack fly for J.J. Blade to make it 3-0 Marlins in the sixth. Lugo would get the next two outs to escape that inning without any further damage, leaving De La Cruz at second base. So it was 3-0 Miami after five and a half. And at that point, we could close the book on Taiwan Walker. The Mets starter went five innings plus tonight. He was hoping to go to 5-0 and in the year against the Marlins. He comes up short, though, allowed three runs on six hits, walked two, struck out eight, allowed the De La Cruz homer, and Seth Lugo got through the sixth. And he went to the seventh with the Marlins still leading 3 to nothing. After Lugo got the first two outs in the seventh inning, he walked Charles LeBlanc, end of a good plate appearance by Charles, and with the rookie second baseman at first base, up to the plate step, Brian Anderson. As Anderson crushes one out toward left center, going back on a canna, it's over his head and up against the wall. LeBlanc around third, he's headed home. The throw to the plate comes all the way through, not nearly in time, an RBI double for Brian Anderson, and the Marlins extend the lead to 4-0 in the seventh. Mets fans starting to get a little restless. That would be the last base runner to reach safely for the Marlins in this game, as it turned out. 
And back came the Mets in their half of this seventh. Jesus Luzardo threw six innings, was cruising along, had the 4 nothing lead. He had allowed two hits, two walks. That was it. But he allowed a leadoff single to Jeff McNeil on the first pitch he threw in the seventh inning and then went after the third baseman, Eduardo Escobar. And that leadoff hit by McNeil here in the seventh. But there's one crushed to left, way back, and we got a ball game. A two-run homer for Eduardo Escobar, and the Marlins' lead is cut to 4-2. to two. That would be the final pitch Luzardo threw tonight. Done after six innings plus, four hits, two runs, walked two, struck out six, allowed the Escobar homer through 95 pitches, 57 strikes. Waskar Brazoban came on with the two runs in, nobody on, nobody out in the seventh inning, and he retired three in a row. Mark Vientos, Luis Guillorme, and Tomas Nito got us to the eighth inning. Where Adam Adovino set down the side, one, two, three in the top, struck out a couple. In the bottom of the eighth, Tanner Scott came out of the pen for Miami in a 4-2 game. He walked Brandon Nimmo. He walked Pete Alonzo. On the first pitch he saw, Francisco Lindor hit a fly ball to center for the first out, but Scott then walked Mark Canna. So with a 4-2 lead, Scott walked the bases loaded, one out. Richard Blyer came out of the bullpen in a big mess. But he got Jeff McNeil to pop to shortstop on the first pitch he threw. That was the second out. So Blyer had a way out of the inning with the tying and go-ahead man on. Two outs in the eighth, but he'd have to get Eduardo Escobar. The 0-1, he comes set. Pitch to Escobar. Ground ball, right side. Going to get through. Nimmo scores. Here comes Alonzo home trying to tie it. Anderson throws up the line. It's a 4-4 game. And the go-ahead man, Canna, goes to third. Eduardo Escobar's knocked in all four Mets runs tonight. A two-run single with two outs in the eighth. Well, Blyer then struck out Mark Vientos, the rookie out of American Heritage, to end the inning, but the damage was done, and we went to the ninth. The Marlins and the Mets deadlocked at four. Edwin Diaz, the Mets' closer, came on to pitch inning number nine, and Diaz did what he's been doing all season long. He struck out the side, Groshans, Diaz and Birdie made it look really easy. In the bottom of the ninth inning, Andrew Nardi got the call for the Marlins at the outset in a 4-4 game. Mets had a chance to walk it off with a single run. He got the first out, Luis Guillorme, on a ground ball to first base, so that was a good start for him. But then Tomas Nito doubled. The speedster Terrence score pinch ran. Winning run at second base with one out in the ninth inning. Nardi then walked Brandon Nimmo on four pitches. He was pulled from the game. Jeff Brigham came on, winning man at second. Gore, great speed. Nimmo at first, one out, ninth inning. Brigham able to strike out Pete Alonso swinging, and he got Francisco Lindor to pop to second, so he got out of the ninth somehow. We went to the tenth inning tonight. The Marlins and the Mets were deadlocked at four. John Birdie, the Major League stolen base leader, was a place runner at second to begin the tenth against Drew Smith, but Smith made quick work of the Marlins. Charles LeBlanc struck out. Brian Anderson fouled out to first, and Nick Fortes struck out, so he went to the bottom of the 10th in a 4-4 tie. Right about that time, we learned that the Nationals had beaten the Braves in 10 innings, so if the Mets could walk this one off, they'd have their one-game lead back in the National League East. With Dylan Floro on to pitch the 10th, he had Lindor, the place runner at second base. Marcana, a fly ball to right for the first out. Lindor had to stay at second, didn't want to challenge the armor Brian Anderson. Jeff McNeil then walked, so the Mets in a 4-4 game went out in the 10th inning and runners at first and second for the man of the hour, the man of the evening, Eduardo Escobar. 
Escobar, a little number left side, gonna get through for a base hit. Charged by Blade. he'll fire toward the plate. Here comes Lindor, he is safe! And the Mets walk it off. They come all the way back from a 4-0 deficit to win it 5-4 tonight at City Field. How about the at-bat by Escobar? The last time he drove in two runs by beating the shift the other way, they vacated the shortstop position and he beat the shift again. They will in these parts remember it for years as the Eduardo Escobar game. Escobar drives in all five Mets runs and the Mets earn the split of the series. They'll go to Atlanta with a game lead over the Braves and six to go in the regular season. Escobar goes three for five tonight, drives in five runs, beginning with the Mets down four to nothing. He lifts them to a 5-4 victory. For Escobar, the 10th time in his career, he's knocked in five or more runs in a game. He's done it twice this year. Actually had a six RBI game when he hit for the cycle in San Diego back on June 6th. He's got a couple of seven RBI games, one in 2019, the other in 2021. Both of those were there Arizona. But tonight, three for five, two singles, a homer, five runs batted in. Eduardo Escobar single-handedly beats the Marlins tonight, 5-4 at City Field. For the Mets, five runs, seven hits, no errors, eight left. For the Marlins, four runs, seven hits, no errors. They left seven. Miami, one for 11 with men in scoring position. Drew Smith, the winning pitcher, three and three. Dylan Floor, the loser, one and three. Time of the ball game was three hours, 26 minutes. Mets pitching struck out 18 Marlins batters. Of the 30 outs recorded tonight, 18 of them came via the strikeout. As the Mets are in a split of this two-game series, they improved to 98-58 and 58 on the season with their ninth win in 12 games. They finish the year against the Marlins by going 13-6. and six. They're 51-27 and 27 at home, and again, a game up in the Braves in the National League East with six remaining for those two clubs. As for the Marlins, well, they fall to 64-91, and 32-45 on the road for Miami. Next stop, Milwaukee, a four-game series against the Brewers starts at 7.40 Miami time tomorrow night. While Mets pitchers struck out 18 tonight, Marlins pitchers fanned eight. The Marlins and Auto Nation working together again this year to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout in 2022, $25 is donated to Auto Nation's Driving Initiative to support cancer research. 8Ks tonight, $200 for the season. 1,362 strikeouts by the Marlins staff. $34,050 to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. For the Marlins, it's a club record 38th one-run loss of the season. Miami now 22-38 and 38 in games decided by a single run. They've lost the last six straight one-run games they've played. They've lost 11 of 12. They've lost 17 of 20 decided by a single run going back to August 2nd. Since the Marlins came into the league in 1993, the only major league club with as many as 38 one-run losses in a season, the 2014 Cincinnati Reds. The 38 one-run losses tied for the 12th most in modern Major League history. Marlins lose a heartbreaker, 5-4 and 10 to the Mets tonight. Mets now 10 and 2 in extra innings. Miami falls to 7 and 9. I don't care what your record is. That's a crushing loss. That is that is not easy to uh, get on the bus to the plane to keep on moving that was a ball game the Marlins certainly could have won and a very unfortunate ending and that one that one will hurt again it doesn't really matter uh, what your record is that one will certainly hurt let's hear what the skipper Don Mattingly had to say afterwards Donnie I know a frustrating way to see that ball game end uh, just 
in the end, what did you think was the biggest deciding factor in this game, especially maybe from that that seventh, eighth inning on? Yeah, obviously the yeah, pretty much Zeus was in control all night. Mm-hmm. Thought the seventh, you know, obviously the homer, you know, gets them back in the game and get some kind of back, you know, get some kind of going. Um, thought we did. Braz did a nice job of coming in and getting and getting us out of that inning and then getting us to the next inning and obviously the eighth kind of unraveled. Oh, with walking uh, McNeil to get to Escobar, was that more about the better matchup? Was that more about a uh, you know? putting a force out at every base? A little bit of the force, a little bit of the matchup, and you know, trust flow, what he's going to do. And you know, they actually beat us a couple times tonight by putting the ball in play, beat the shift. Um, you know, obviously Escobar early with the base hit the right, and then, and then Escobar, <laughs> pretty much Escobar all night, and then, then beats it to the other side, you know, left-handed. And you get the, the four runs, a couple of, of big hits, a couple of extra base hits, but then also 18 strikeouts overall tonight. Just how would you characterize, you know, what you did see overall offensively? Well, I mean, we, we put four runs up, mm-hmm. and, and you think that's going to be enough to win. Uh, not necessarily think it's going to be enough to win, but the way we were going early, uh, you know, if we get you know, a couple of calls out going go our way in the eighth, um, you know, we're probably in a better position. What made uh, Lozado so good in the first six innings? Got good stuff, you know. Got good stuff. This guy's got a good fastball. He's 97, 98. Got a good changeup, a good breaking ball. Uh, when he's throwing strikes, hitting the count, he's a lot to deal with. Just, uh, Brigham, you know, comes into a tough situation, but those are some big boy pitches. Just, uh, just what he was able to do to to at least get you two extra innings. No, Brigham's good. We've been able to use him a couple of times to come into an inning to get us out of a jam, uh, and he's actually he's been he's been good at it. So it was good to see that. And then with Tanner, I, I'll say it maybe some some questionable pitches that calls. were in some question. Yeah, I, yeah, I will say I it's know. some questionable calls that maybe dictated how that inning ended up playing out. Uh, I guess is that the difficulty when when a guy like Tanner, who already can struggle sometimes with being wild, sees that he's maybe not getting the calls that he needs to, which just kind of adds to the frustration of how that inning ends up play, playing. Yeah, out. definitely the eighth is frustrating. I think he, they, John misses a call back there to get him. Mm-hmm. He should have been one two on Nemo instead of a two one. Yeah. Uh, basically, strikes out Alonzo twice. Uh, we don't get either one of those, but you understand. You know, the umpires don't want to get booed. They're here in New York. It's loud. If they call a strike, you know, it's, it's gonna, they're going to get booed. So you understand, you know, the human nature side of it. Uh, and you just hope that, you know, that they, they look at it and, and want to try to get better. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins 5-4, 10-inning loss to the New York Mets in Queens last night. Uh, No rest for the weary. The Marlins are right back at it in Milwaukee tonight for a 7.40 first pitch Eastern time, 6.40 locally. Braxton Garrett will get the ball. He will take on the southpaw Eric Lauer. We'll hit the air at 7.10 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.